You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. So at the end of Proverbs, uh, verse 17 and 18, Proverbs 9, excuse me, verse 17 and 18, uh, we read this, Stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there and her guests are in the depths of Sheol. <laughs> now, that is uh, one of those Proverbs that you read and you say, wait, 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 wait. W- what is that saying? Stolen water is sweet. Bread eaten in secret is pleasant. And I wrote in the margin of my Bible that in a way this is an anti-Proverb because what it's saying is that if you want to have a good time, nothing actually elicits a good time more than illicit behavior. And what I mean is it says stolen water is sweet. Well, there's something about if you steal something and drink it, the thrill of having stolen it and gotten away with it adds to the sweetness. Bread eaten in secret is pleasant, meaning you stole it and now you, you've had it or eaten in secret is, is, is a feast. But then the, the statement that he does not know the dead are there and her guests go down to Sheol. In a way, we could say this is an unexpected proverb because if you want to have a good time, in a way, indulging in forbidden things works. Sin, which we may define very simply as the things that are wrong before God, will usually feel good initially. There will be an intoxicating effect of illicit actions. If sin didn't have an upside, we would rarely, if ever, choose it. But that is not the whole of the proverb. After there is a high, there's a low. After the sweetness, there's bitterness. After the euphoria, there's a despondency. After the secretive, there's an exposure. And we need to remember when we're making our choices that just because something feels good doesn't mean that it's actually good. Our culture assumes that to be free and happy, we need to be the director and decider of what is right and good for us and that there is no higher accountability. So the highest good for many is to decide for oneself what is good. Biblically, the highest good is to surrender oneself to the authority of God. But often that will require going against our feelings. Because what feels good often is not good. Now, certainly in this text, there are some probable sexual overtones. In uh, Zondervan's study Bible's comments on the Proverbs, it says stolen water is possibly a metaphor for sexual pleasure or adultery. And if you look at Proverbs 5, 15, chapter 2, verse 17, chapter 6, verse 30 through 35, and chapter 7, 18 through 19, you see that there is an allusion to kind of the, the water, especially stolen waters, being something that, that, that brings about uh, sexual gratification. And certainly this could apply to really any illicit gratification. This is what the commentator Fox says about this. So choosing something illicit, however, what we need to understand, will not live well over time. There will be pleasure, but it will be short-lived. And there is a possibility that there will be eternal consequences. That's verse 18 where it talks about uh, Sheol. And certainly there are temporal consequences. Galatians chapter 6 verses 6 through 9 talks about this idea that whatever we sow, we reap. And here's what really we need to remember. And that is that sin doesn't age well. Wild oats always come back to harvest. It may take years, in some cases decades, but what feels good today may not be good for you or for me. Now, God's grace 
renews our standing with him after we've been in a season of sin. And it's through his work in Jesus Christ that we have standing with God. And even in having that status, and even though it's as if we'd never done it before God, there can still be earthly consequences in our lives. So if you have happened to step out of bounds for a season, can I just encourage you today to run to the grace of Jesus and resolve to no longer enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season? Hebrews eleven twenty five. It is better to surrender to God's ways, even when it doesn't feel as good as it is to pursue what is outside the bounds of God's revealed word that does feel good. In fact, you could just put it this way. I won't trade my future happiness and well-being for a short-lived season of feel-good adventures. And if we can bring that into our minds with the pleasures that are in front of us, that are contrary to the word of God, we can be wise in the choices that we make. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day. 